On today's Patriot Nation podcast, we have perhaps the biggest guest in the history of the Patriot Nation podcast, Boston comedy legend, and possibly one of the one of the most famous New England Patriots fans out there, Lenny Clark is on the show today. He has some unbelievable stories. Man, the stories that Lenny could tell are amazing. We sit down with him for a great interview. It is a fantastic, a fantastic listen. You don't want to miss it. He's got stories about Belichick. He's got stories about Brady. He's got stories about Steve Martin. He's got stories about John Henry. Man, you don't want to miss it. It's a hell of a show. So buckle up and cue the music. Stack receivers, two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Yes. Wilson, quick throw. And it's intercepted. He intercepted it. Intercepted it. Intercepted it. Spags, we are back one more week into the quarantine, and uh, holy crap, we have a hell of a show. I'm excited about this one. Yeah, it was probably the uh, the highlight of my quarantine, definitely talking to <laughs> Lenny. Uh, definitely, you can't, it's tough to laugh right now, you know? I'm going to be honest yeah. with everything going on, and uh, just just does what he does best, and you'll hear about him. He can lighten the mood now in a, in a little podcast at three, and he lightens the mood in a Patriots locker room before Super Bowl, you know, whatever that was when they lost to the Giants. You'll hear all those stories. What yep. an interview. I, it, was, it was It was just an honor to be a part of, you know? Yep. Unbelievable. Great guy. And, and you know, as I said before, like complete comedy legend. And But outside of even comedy legend, he's a, he's a legend with, you know, the amount of stories he has and the people he knows and the friendships that he makes. It's, it's really unbelievable. So, and he, again, fantastic guy. And, and, you know, a little peek behind the curtain here. He was willing to come to us. He was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll go wherever you guys need to go. And I'm like, oh, no, no, Lenny, you just call in. Don't worry about it. He's like, oh, okay. Like, you know, so that, this is the type of guy we're talking about that's, you know, willing to take his time out for, for, a, uh, for a show like us. So we really appreciate it. And it's, uh, man, the interview is just a hell of an interview. And it, it might be our best interview we've ever done. And really, it, it had really nothing to do with us, which is great. I was just like, hey, just let him freaking go. Just ask a few questions here and there and just sit back and sit back and listen. You know, that's 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 kind of our job there. And we got the hell out of the way, you know? Yeah, I mean, he, dude, it's just, like I can't even stop talking. Like the stories he has, man. And, and not yeah. even about that. Like they're just so funny and obviously, you know, yeah. such a great guy too, willing to take his time. I know you know him through the family and you spoke about right. who was at the time at a, a funeral sometime in your family. He just sat with you guys all day and just made all you laugh. Yep. Just, you know, late in the mood a little bit, like just such a down to the earth type of guy. And like I said, I can't, can't yep. thank him enough for coming on. I think you guys will really enjoy it. No, totally. Great guy. And that's, and that's, that's the person he is, you know, the person that he, 
he's a great guy, but on stage he's he's nuts, and he really is nuts. He's just he's a, he's a lunatic, but he's he's got a he's got a big heart, and he's a great uh, like I said, great person. So, anyways, we're gonna get into that interview. We're done. That's it, man. Here's the interview. We got two shows next week. Two shows next week. So we got some. We're taking a break from the draft stuff to talk to Lenny because we figured everyone needed to laugh and. And uh, Lenny is a legend, so we wanted to talk to him. And uh, and but we do have two draft shows next week. And then, if you can believe it, believe it or not, in two weeks, thank God, the NFL draft. Oh my goodness! So we got some stuff going on. As long as there's no technical difficulties, it'll be it'll be going on. So it'll be uh, it should be fun. <laughs> so, anyways, here's our interview with Lenny Clark. Thanks for listening, guys, and we will talk to you twice next week. All right, so we are ecstatic to bring onto the show, perhaps. The most famous New England Patriots fan, maybe of all time, I think, in my opinion. Certainly the funniest. Uh, his name is Lenny Clark. You should all know him. But he's a legendary Boston comedian, a fantastic guy, and uh, and allegedly friends of Bill Belichick. So, Lenny, welcome to the show, my friend. <laughs> hey, listen, Pat, Brian, thanks for that nice intro. Yes, I am friends with Bill. And people say, how does this happen? Like, there was a time, um, I'll get right into it. I was... I was flying out to L.A. to uh, audition for some TV show. And uh, believe it or not, when, when Bill first came here from Cleveland, you know, I was talking trash about him, but he doesn't listen to the radio. So he never knew. And I had never met him. <laughs> so I'm getting on a plane. And I've got, I just did, a, I did, just did a, a golf tournament. And I got a Patriots uh, golf shirt, you know. And so I get on, and when I'm in first class, and I sit down, and who's sitting next to me? Bill Belichick. And he goes, you the new coach? And I go, yeah, I'm special teams. <laughs> He's not <laughs> and, and he goes right back to work. Now, he was headed out to uh, L.A. to go to a party at the Playboy Mansion. And I said, well, say hi to him, because uh, he knows me. He goes, really? I go, oh, yeah. And... Uh, he said, uh, I forget, it was one of his his uh, old players that were having a big party for. And then he was going from there on to the, um, what's the thing where they do in Indianapolis? For the, the, oh, the combine. The combine, right, right, right. See, I'm old, I forget stuff. So anyway, he's got these books, like the size of phone books of players. And he's got his little computer, and he's on the computer. And I'm not. I'm not, you know, we, we talk and, and he's very, very friendly, very nice. And, um, but when he starts working, I leave him alone and he's got an incredible work ethic. Now I've got a script that, you know, I'm barely even looking at. I'm going out to audition for a network show. And I go, nah, you know, if it happens, it happens. But the more he worked, the more I worked. So he'd be going over the script. I'd, I'd be going over my script. He'd be going over the guy's. And then he'd take a break and he'd say something and we 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 talk we talk for a while. And then uh, he'd go back to work and I'd go back to work. Well, to make a long story short, I ended up getting a pot because I was so prepared. <laughs> but his uh his his computer ran out of juice and it, there wasn't a plug, uh this is how long ago it was, to to plug in and he just started doing it going through the, the phone books he had of all these plays. And I remember I think it was the time when he picked Lawrence Moroni who uh, we thought was going to be a big stud, but was a kind of a big bust here. But anyway, yeah. he said, listen, when we get back, uh, here's my number. And I gave him my number. He said, let's get together for dinner. And we did. And we've been good friends ever since. So we go. I go to New York. I'm shooting 
uh, rescue me. And I get a call and it's him. He goes, Lenny, it's Bill. How are you doing? You in town? I go, yeah, you want to go to dinner? And I go, yeah, that sounds great. He goes, meet me at Capitol Grill. Uh, I said, all right. So in I jump in the cap, uh, Capitol Grill in, in New York City. Did I lose you? No, 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 we're here. Oh, okay, good. All right, so I go down, and at the time, I was a big fat bastard, and I, I had this green winter coat, and I meet him out front. We go in, and the maitre d' flips out. He goes, oh, my God, Coach Belichick, we're so happy you're here. And Coach Parcells, I said, hey, <laughs> F you. I'm not Bill Parcells. And Belichick starts laughing like a bastard. So they put us at the, the most incredible table right in the middle of the restaurant. And Bill is still laughing. He can't get over it. And uh, they come over with like a $500 bottle of wine. And they said, uh, uh, the coach, please accept our apologies. And Belichick takes a sip of it and goes, wow, that's great wine. He goes, oh, yeah, by the way, he is pot sales. <laughs> <laughs> so the next, day, the next day he comes to this. He says, can I come by the set? And I go, of course. So Dennis Leary's in the makeup chair. And he sees Bill Belichick walk in. He goes, is, is that Bill Belichick? And he goes, yeah, he he's here looking for Lenny. And he goes, he walks up to Belichick. He goes, what? I can't say. I went, what the F are you doing with Lenny? He goes, Dennis, if I had a dollar for every time somebody asked me that question, I'd never have to work again. And, and then <laughs> he, he was just so enamored with Belichick. And he couldn't believe that Belichick was my pal. So he asked Belichick if he wanted to be in the, in the show. And Bill said, sure. So Bill did a scene uh, in Rescue Me with uh, Phil Esposito. And he said to him, Oh, my goodness. Phil Esposito turns to uh, uh, Belichick. He goes, so, you into sports? He goes, I really like lacrosse. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and, it, was, it, was, and it, it was perfect. One take. He did it one take. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Oh, man. Yeah, Bill is – it's funny because – you know, we you see this gruff persona of him when he's dealing with the media and when he's talking, right. you know, in the general public. And then you see another side of him on this NFL 100 thing that happened in the offseason last year. And oh, you really yeah. kind of saw him open up a little bit, which was really great. But then you yeah. hear the stories from all the players. And there's not one player that's ever played for him that's ever, number one, said a bad word about him. And number two, yeah. they all say he's hilarious and so funny oh, and always cracking jokes please. and always doing things. I'm telling you what he is. We, 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 you know, I think we're good friends because we never talk football. You know, I, I never ask him. I think I may have asked him about one player in the entire time I've known him. And it was only someone who, uh, who had moved on. It was uh, John Lynch, you know, after okay. John Lynch had, had come in and you know, everything. And it was really, I was really a big John Lynch fan. And I couldn't believe how big John Lynch is as a player. He's, you know, he's like, John Lynch is about 6'3". I mean, he's yeah. a big, big guy for that fast and to hit that hard. And Bill was a big fan of his. That's why he brought him in to take a look-see. But um, we talk jokes. We talk movies. Uh, he's We talk fishing. He's a But he is so funny. Um, one time, uh, he, he, there was a time a few years back, you know, maybe longer than that, where three players were late for practice, and he sent them home. It was on the paper. Do you remember that? Remember that? Oh, yeah, 2009. There you go. Okay. So these guys, he sent them home. So he's meeting me, and we're at Strager in the North End. And he's, he calls me. He goes, we're running. He goes, Lenny, I'm running a little late. Traffic's bad. And I said, no problem, Bill. So when I hang up, I said to everyone in the restaurant, I get up. Small restaurant. I said, hey. And about 
10 minutes, Bill Belichick is going to walk through that door and he's going to be looking for me. When he sees me, I want everyone to point to your watch and tap it. <laughs> so, so Belichick comes in and you see him looking all around and I give him a wave and he goes, oh, and I go, forget it. You're late. Go home. And everyone starts tapping their watch. He says, you son of a bitch. Yeah, was really funny. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's a good one. So, Lenny, I heard a story through the grapevine. Um, this had to go back to, I believe it was the 2014 season. And you, I think you were up in the box, uh, oh, Gillette geez. Stadium versus the Chicago <laughs> Bears. And yeah. their owner happened to be in the, or something like that. And their owner had to be in the box next to you or something. And something yeah, crazy but, happened. You said, it, I heard this story. You got to elaborate on this because uh, Pat told uh, me a little bit about it. And I was, I was dying laughing. Yeah. Well, you know, I, 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 I it was the last time I was in Bill's booth. Uh, Bill, had, <laughs> Bill, I used to go to the games all the time, you know. I'd call Bill, say, oh, yeah, man, come on down. Or he'd say, you want to go to the game? i go, yeah. So I mean, I'd, I'd roll in with a crew, you know, four or five people. He didn't care. It was great. And one day, the, they, had, they, they had moved his booth. Uh, after one Super Bowl, when they moved his booth, to his booth became right next to the visiting team's owner's booth, okay? So <laughs> I'm in there, and, you know, I'm a really, really rabid fan. I mean, and I love when we score. I go out of my mind. So it was the day we were playing the, uh, the Bears, and we were kicking their ass. So every time they scored, I'd run to the wall and pound on the wall with my hand. And everyone in our booth was laughing and the people in the booth next door on the other side could see me doing it and so we were up like 35 <laughs> or some, I, it was some stupid score and all of a sudden this this uh, this guy mark briggs he was a royal royal marine from, from the kings from... lenny no we lost him hopefully he calls back well, we'll see how the transition is because if the transition is funny, then we'll we'll leave. I'll leave at least a, a snippet of it in. You know what I mean? Just yeah. So, like he dropped yeah. and then called back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey! There he is. Here we got you. I, I'm so sorry. What I feel like? No worries. I feel like down in Costa Rica. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Good? Don't. It's technology. That's all. All right. We are good. Okay. Because I looked down and I went, oh, man, that, 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 that white screen, that doesn't look good. Because <laughs> uh, I'm not moving around or anything. I'm, uh, no, that's all right. Uh, Don't worry about it. You were at, um, you, you were talking about Mark Briggs. Guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Mark Briggs. Okay. So it comes in. And so he said, uh, you, you, you are an embarrassment to the entire organization. Uh, and he goes, you will not do this in my stadium. I go, your stadium. I thought, I thought Bob Kraft owned the stadium. You know what I mean. <laughs> and he walked, he stormed up, right? So he came. Oh, no. Before he, I said, listen, I, he wanted, you know, he wanted to, he thought I was going to come in and be like a hooligan drunk. And the, right. the more he, he yelled at me and screamed at me and baited me to fight him, the more polite I came. I said, you know, I was way out of line. I'm sorry. I'm just a really excitable fan. And I just can't believe how well we're doing today. He goes, well, that's the owner next door. And I went, wow, I had no idea. 
I said, well, would you like me to go next door and apologize? And he went, wait right here. And he goes back and he goes in and he comes back five minutes later. Get your jacket. And I go, uh, it didn't work out. And he goes, uh, they don't want an apology from you. I go, well, you know, I go, maybe I shouldn't have suggested we do that. Maybe you shouldn't have banged on the wall. I go, yeah, I did that too. Let's go. So I'm with like eight people that day. And everyone starts, I said, no, 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 stay, watch the game. I'll go out and smoke a cigar. I got no problem, it's all right. So we're going, and, and it was the one day that when we're walking through the stadium, it was like every single person we passed knew me. And they're going, hey, Lenny, hey, Lenny. And he's getting so mad, he's so bullshit. Hey, Lenny, hey, Lenny, I'm going, hey, man, how you doing? So we get on the elevator, and he goes, take us to field level. And I, and I, the doors closed, and I look at him, I go, hey, man, you're really a hot shit. Taking me down to the field. I thought you were throwing me out. Go, 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 go to the first floor. <laughs> so I go to the first floor. And he goes, never come back here again. I go, all right. So I go outside. And there's these two cops. And they said, hey, man, are you Lenny Clark? I go, yeah. I go, what are you doing? I go, well, I just got thrown out. And they go, you want to get back in? <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, no. I explained to them what happened. They go, oh, yeah, he's a dick. Everyone hates that guy. So uh, that night, I call Bill to apologize. And uh, his, his girlfriend, Linda, answers. I said, Linda, I said, I'm so sorry about today because, you know, she runs the booth. And she goes, Yeah. Uh, uh, what did Bill say? She says, Well, Bill said to thank you for your enthusiasm. <laughs> 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 so that was cool. But I haven't uh, been back. I haven't been back in that booth since. Oh, man. You yeah, have, not, have you just not asked or Bill rescinded the I, offer? I have, I, I have not asked. I, Bill. Uh, was, Bill's giving me, you know, uh, other tickets, you know, yeah. um, when I took my brothers and stuff and went to a couple of playoff games. But, uh, no, I haven't asked for the booth again, you know, because, yeah. well, you know, I, I get a little crazy. But, I mean, it was. I, hey, we I, all I, do. I, I'm the only guy to ever get thrown out of uh, Gillette Stadium sober. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you can see one. It doesn't happen very there. often. No, 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 no. I don't know anyone. It's never got thrown out being sober. I mean, yeah, it was bad. So, but then, oh, so we go to, uh, the Patriots go to Dallas to uh, to play the Cowboys. And I'm out in uh, San Diego with my brother doing a big uh, charity event for the Navy SEALs Family Foundation. And my brother Mike says to me, hey, man, why don't you call up Mr. Kraft and tell him we want to sit with him in the owner's booth at, at uh, Dallas Cowboys Stadium. I went, Ah, you know, I don't want to no, I'll call him. So I call him. I said, Robert, because he wants me to call him Robert. I said, of course, Mr. Robert. So I said, Robert, I says, uh, is there any way I could, me and Mike could uh, fly into Dallas, meet you and sit with you in the owner's booth? And he goes, that would be wonderful, Lenny. I would love that. So I said, okay. So we fly into Dallas. We go to the Dallas Stadium. And that place is unbelievable. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like a $3 billion stadium. It's, I don't know if you guys have been there, but if you get the chance to go, go. It's unbelievable. So we take a private elevator up to the owner's booth and we're the first one there. And uh, the, I, I couldn't get over it. Right? So Bob comes in and he says, uh, Lenny, I'm so happy. You'll sit here. And I said, hey, I'll sit wherever you tell me. And I won't be banging <laughs> on any wall. So I look over and there's uh, Stephen Belichick in the, the next booth uh, doing stats and stuff. And he come, uh, I go over and say hi to him. He goes, hey, man, you want to come down? to the locker room after the game and I go 
Yeah, that would be awesome. So meet me oh, after man. the game. We walk down. We take the elevator down. I go down with Bob, and uh, we're going into the locker room. And I'm walking in with Steve and Belichick. And Briggs goes to step in front of me. And, it, you know, he remembers me. He hates me. And he goes, what's going on? And Belichick goes, oh, he's with me. And I go, oh, yeah, man. You better recognize. And I, he goes, he's furious. He says, what? And Robert, I said, oh, Robert. He goes, yes, money, come with me. And I go, this is going to be killing you. I'm pretty <laughs> Oh, man. That is fantastic. Oh, yeah. goodness. So, I got, it's karma, man. Karma is good. Look, all I know, 100%. I a line, and I shouldn't have done it. But in retrospect, I'm glad I did because Briggs is no longer there and I'm still there. Right. See, <laughs> that's it. You you outlasted him. That's all. So that's right. Right. now listen, did you did you ever spend time with Brady? Because obviously you were around the organization a lot. I didn't know if you ever spent ever spent any time with oh, Tom. God. I mean, I got a Tom Brady story for you. <laughs> uh, all right. We're, 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 we go to Bob Kraft's 45th wedding anniversary. And oh I'm God, one of the few man. people. Yeah, yeah. It's at the stadium. And I'm one of the few people. I bet, I bet the food there sucked, right? Everything there sucked. Listen <laughs> me, man. They were making fresh foie gras. I'm a big <laughs> fan of foie gras. I swear to God. I'm not even sure what it is. I know it's duck something, right? But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, L.A., foie gras is illegal. Now, get this. You can sneak into the country, but you can't make foie gras. <laughs> <laughs> So whenever I go to really fancy five star restaurants, I get any fagua, and they go, yeah. <laughs> so they're making it at the stadium, and I'm oh my Yeah. So my wife and I go, and we're we're one of the few people that were there that weren't involved in the Patriots organization. First of all, the entire team was there. Uh, champagne. You, uh, you, you, they send you a limo. We pull up and. As you walk into the stadium, there's a big red carpet that goes from the end zone to like the 50-yard line, and they announce you over the sound system, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Lenny Clark. And I'm going, oh, baby, look, man, we're on the jumbotron. She says, Lenny, make believe you've done this before. And I go, yeah, man, but I haven't. (laughs) So now we go up, and Richard Seymour comes up to me. He goes, oh, man, I'm so glad you're here. And some other... Some like rookie or something. Hey man, why don't you drink? Why don't you drink? And the reason I was invited is because I'm sober. You know, years ago when I was drinking, they would have never invited me to something like this. No. Yeah. Richard Seymour grabs the guy by the neck. He says he says he doesn't drink. And get off his back. And I went, Oh, thank you, Richard Seymour. He got traded. <laughs> anyway, but so we sit down. We go to our tables, and I'm sitting with Tom and Giselle, uh, uh, Bruski and Heidi. Uh, let me see who else. Uh, I forget. Um, anyway, a couple other guys and their wives. And I'm sitting with Tom, and I said to my Tom, and, and Tom knew me from from Belt, from Bill, you know, and from a couple of charity events I did. So I said, Tom, what was that that uh, that print ad you did where you were getting out of a helicopter and you had this amazing like raincoat on? What, what was that? He goes, I don't know, Lenny. What what what? Friend's dad was that. I go, well, how many helicopters are you getting out of the commercial? <laughs> oh, yeah, it was smart water. He goes, hey, you like that? And I go, I loved it. The best looking coat I ever saw in a guy, right? Three weeks later, he sends the coat to my house. Oh, wow. my God. Yeah, it's the most beautiful piece of clothing I've ever owned. <laughs> so 
I wear it to New York, and I walk into Dennis Leary's office. He goes, hey, man, nice coat. And I go, yes, it is, isn't it? And he goes, that's a Tom Ford. And I go, really? He goes, where'd you get that? I go, Tom Brady gave it to me. He goes, what? How the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, the, the fancy events and everything, but I had uh, I done a couple. That's of, amazing. Uh, a couple of he asked me, he calls me up one day. He goes, "Lenny, it's Tom." I go, "Yes, Tom." He goes, "Will you do me a favor?" I go, "Yeah." He goes, "You haven't even I haven't even asked what it is." He goes, "Doesn't matter. You're Tom Brady. Whatever you want." <laughs> so I did it. I did an event for his uh, sister, and he he was really really excited about it. You know, but he's been great that's great. awesome. I, I've heard. I, I mean. mean Obviously, I listened to the the interview yesterday on Howard Stern. I don't know if you got a chance to. He, you know, he elaborated on a lot of things, and you know, he just seems like a great guy. And it, it, obviously, it's it's going to be tough to see him wear another uniform. But so thankful for for what he did. Just just not even as a football player, but just as a person. It's so hard to live in that spotlight, especially in Boston. And you, you just hear so many good things about him. Well, you got to you got to understand that guy <clears throat> is. One of the nicest people I've ever met. And he can't even leave his house. I mean, he can't even leave his house. Because uh, he can't go out He can't go out drinking with the guys. He can't go, you know, right. can't go partying. I mean, because, well, one, is his worth, his worth, work ethic. You know, he's a ma- guy who works uh, 365 days. He's a no days off guy. He's always working. You know, I mean, to be 42 and playing at that level, which he still got a ton of gas. Crazy. Oh, yeah. I think, you know, you know, if we had kept Antonio Brown, you know, come in, Antonio, stop it. No more raping. Behave. You know? Right. <laughs> you know, man, I'm, who knows? I mean, look how good he was at yeah. the game. This year. And, and Tom, when Tom's got someone to throw to, he's unstoppable. And look at Randy Moss. Right. You know what I mean? Like, no, Gronk, I mean, oh. Yeah, it's incredible. Edelman. You got uh, any uh you got any good Gronk stories? I'm sure he's a big goofball. I'm sure you guys hit it off pretty well. Oh, oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh I'm still trying. You know what? He gave me some of that C B D stuff. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I was I was doing a, a movie where I had to do a, a fight scene and I called him up and I said, My back seized up and I got this big fight scene I gotta do in a movie. He sent me a case of this stuff. And this particular roll-on, this CBD medic roll-on that he gave me, it was unbelievable. It's because of that I got to do the fight scene. Oh, I would have been out of the movie, you know. And it's coming really? out. Yeah. It'll come out. Yeah, it'll come out this fall. I got. I signed all these dis- non-disclosure things. Can't talk about that. But yeah, I've had a lot okay. of fun with, with Gronk. But the the big thing, well, the, the best Bill story that I have uh, is one night. I get a call from John Henry. You know, he owns the Red Sox. And he says, Lenny, he says, uh, would you mind coming to the ball game tomorrow night? I have a friend that's dying to meet you. And I go, John, you're a billionaire. Whatever you need, I'll, I'll do. So <laughs> I said, can I bring your wife? And he goes, yeah. So we, we drive over to the ballpark. And they're playing the Yankees. Okay? It's like uh, a Friday night. And they're playing the Yankees. And uh, we're in his booth. And there's about eight people. And there's, there's waiters and butlers and chefs. And I mean, uh, it's unbelievable. And we're eating and people drinking champagne and uh, we're beating the Yankees. So about the third inning, uh, he says, Lenny, will you come over here for a second? He says, yeah, this is my friend who wants to meet you. 
Steve Martin, Lenny Clark, Lenny Clark, Steve oh, Martin. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Steve Martin. He goes, I saw that movie when stand-up stood out last night, and I just had to meet you. I, I, I told John I just had to meet you. I said, well, I'm blown away. I've been you know, such a big fan of yours. You're one of the reasons I, I do stand-up. So we started talking, and we're having a ball. And he goes, I really think you're fantastic. I said to my wife, did you hear that? I said, would you mind saying that? <laughs> <laughs> so just as I'm doing that, I pull around. My phone rings. And I look down, and it's, it's, it's Bill Belichick. And uh, Steve Martin goes, is that D. Bill Belichick, the coach? I said, yeah. He goes, well, take the call. So I take it. And he goes, Lenny. He goes, yeah. He goes, I know. What do you need? He goes, I need you to do me a favor. I go, anything you need, though. He goes, I, I need you to speak to the team. I go, okay, no problem. He goes, I don't think you understand. But now, now, I said, this is the week of Spygate. And I go, let me tell you what. Oh, I good. I'm at Fenway Park. I'm in John Henry's booth. Uh, I'm living it up. We're playing the Yankees. We're kicking their ass. And I just met Steve Martin, who's gushing over me. I go, and you want me to leave? I come there now, now. He goes, well, you know, I really need you. And I go, ah, Jesus. So I look at Steve Martin. Steve Martin goes, Steve Martin, wait, get, go, go. So I says, all right, uh, where do I got to go? He goes, well, there's a cow waiting for you behind home plate. I'm going, what? How did you know what I was? <laughs> I was That's boy, unbelievable. So I said, okay. So I said to my wife, I said, honey, take the truck. I, I got to go. And so I go down. And they take me to this hotel down near the stadium. Now, Normally, when the team goes on the road, they're sequestered. But they never sequester them at a home game because they go home. So right. Irish takes me in, and I'm watching. I'm watching Bill. Oh my God, this was unbelievable. Bill is working with Lawrence Maroney, a guy we mentioned earlier, and he's going, "You see what you did wrong here?" And Lawrence Maroney looks at him. He goes, "Coach, I got six yards." He goes, "Yeah, but if you listen to me, you would have had six points." Now watch what you do on this snap. And I'm watching him watch the monitor with Bill. I'm going, I can't believe I'm getting to see this. And so he goes, see? He goes, bang, the ball's hiked, and right away you take off. You're not giving Mankins enough time to open the hole for you. Now, great, you got the six yards, but you got that with, without using the help that these guys are there for. Now, wait. When the, the next time the ball is hiked, wait, wait for it. Wait, let Mankins open up the hole, and then bang, you're through, and you get six points. Now, get out of my sight. He goes, how are you doing, buddy? I'm going, okay, Bill. <laughs> I, I, let's go do this. So we go into a team meeting. Now, I've never been to a team meeting. That wasn't even on my dream list to go into a right. team meeting. Now, this is the week of Spygate when all they've been doing is saying, nah, they cheat, they suck, they were, they've been just beating up the play. That's why they're sequestered in a hotel. They brought up the entire right. hotel. It's just the Patriots in there. So we go into the meeting, and Bill starts. And uh, so whose fault is that? And Tom Brady goes, that was me. He goes, well, don't do it again, Brady. And I'm going, oh, my God. He's yelling at Tom Brady. <laughs> I'm blown away. I'm sitting in the back. And they do. he does like 15 to 20 minutes yelling at everyone, saying, you know, we got to do this, get this right. This is what we got to prepare. He says, we got to get better on this. We have to improve on that. And I'm going, wow. And I'm going, man, I wish I was talented enough to be a professional football player because I would do whatever this guy told me to do. He could make me great. So now uh, he says, okay, we've had a really rough week. Pressure's been down here, blah, blah, blah. He goes, 
I have a friend of the team that wants to get up and say a few words. Lenny, do you come up here? So I get up and I start walking up towards the front of the room and the doors are locked there. No one's in there but us. And I I I brought this I, I, I borrowed a little mini recorder, one of those video cameras, tiniest one you can find. And I pulled out I say they say a picture's worth a thousand words. Evidently, this thing's worth $250,000. Who's the idiot <laughs> that didn't hit delete? I go, you got grabbed by a security guy. That's a step above a parking lot attendant. Whose uncle got you the job, you stupid bastard? And this little kid in the back stands up, that would be me, Mr. Clark. And I go, really? They haven't fired you yet? <laughs> so then I just start going, I go crazy. I'm going on, and I'm really, I'm having one of the best shows of my life. So at the top of all the shows I've done over the 10,000 shows I've done in my life, this is in the top three and I'm mm-hmm. feeling it. Right. I'm feeling, it. and I had no time to prepare other than on the way down in the car. So, uh, I, 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 at one point I tell him a joke and it doesn't get a laugh And I go, Hey man, I go, what's wrong with you guys? That's a great joke. And the guy goes, <clears throat> Mr. Clark, Coach told us that joke on Wednesday. I go, what? I go, we're back. still inside. Now you're stealing my jokes. You son of a bitch. They ought to find you a million. So now I'm shitting on Belichick, which no one ever does. The place is going crazy. But it's not. then I start on Brady. I, said, well, I can't even tell you the stuff I said about Brady because it, it's wild. But anyway, uh, we do that. and uh, It's okay. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's just, yeah. It's crazy. And uh, Tom comes up, Lenny, I can't thank you enough for being here. And uh, Bill goes, you'll be here tomorrow, right? I go, you bet, Coach. So I go down. <laughs> we, we beat San Diego, and they give me the game ball. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I got it right here. It's, in my, it's on my mantle. It's, uh, that is unbelievable. Uh, Patriots 38, Chargers 14. I would crush the Chargers in that game. 916 Unbelievable. What a freaking story that is. My goodness. Did you ever did you ever reconnect with uh with Steve Martin? Uh no, no. no. <laughs> uh he sent a book to my house and I sent a thank you to his uh, agent, whether he got it or not. I really don't know. No. Yeah. Well maybe he's listening now. You know who knows, right? Hey, you never know. You never know. That story got out there. Unbelievable. It's funny. You said you, you wish, you know, you'd do anything for Belichick if you were a professional athlete, but you did everything for Belichick. You left a freaking Red Sox game from John Henry's booth while you were talking to Steve Martin to go to go be with the team. So, uh, you know, you, you've already done that, you know? Well, you know, it was funny. The night before the game, <clears throat> or the, day, the day of the game, Sal, Pal, Antonio, whatever that guy's name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from ESPN, he goes, and Coach Belichick brought in a comedian to talk to the team before the game that really lightened the mood. Because, I mean, I, I I was, you know, I was shitting on some of them. I was, I, I had uh, Junior Seau going crazy. I mean, it was it was wild, you know. I said, Junior, how long is that flight back to San Diego after a loss? And he goes, oh, forever. I go, let's make this forever flight, these sons of bitches. You know, and I, I was screaming about Mangina. You know, Coach Mangiant. Oh, that's oh, unreal. Yeah. Fantastic. That's unbelievable. I mean, that's to be a fly on the wall. It's so funny because 
your stories, man, you're like a Rolodex of, of like of like famous people. You're like, well, yeah, you know, John Henry called me one day, and I called I called Bob Kraft this day, and you know, I met Steve Martin, and I'm just hanging out with these guys. It's like you just know all these ridiculously famous people who well, are. How about you know. this? <laughs> how about this, fellas? <laughs> when I first started being a stand-up comedian, I got to know a lot of the ball players in town because they would come to my shows because I was insane. You know, yeah. I remember, I remember one night uh, Rick Roby came to a show and after the show, he said, man, let's go get whacked up. And I go, okay. And we left the club. We walked outside and he walked into a no parking sign. Bang! His head hits the no parking And he bounced up the sign. And I had to half catch him to keep him from going down. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Rick Roby. But, but I, used to, I used to be friends with Bird. I was friends with all the, all the players. And they would get traded or they retire. And as I got more successful, I became friends with the owners. And the owners never leave. So right. <laughs> much better than all the owners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. That's hysterical. I, it's just it's unbelievable. And even Belichick is a guy that, you know, you would think after a certain point after a certain point, right, coaches leave, but Bill just has never left. He's just stuck around. So you've been here twenty years, you know. Well, look what he's done. I mean, look at, That's unbelievable. look at the record that he's amassed. It's unbelievable, Lenny. And, and, I, and, I, and I tell you, we all know, none of us want to see Brady. No one in this town wanted to see Tom Brady go. Uh, but, you know, like Bill, you see some of the mimes. Hey, man, go ahead, take our draft. Like, I'll beat you with a water boy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, you know, that man up, he, he doesn't, you know, Bill, yeah. Bill just, Bill gets the very best out of everyone that plays for him. Uh, there used to be a big sign outside his office. As a matter of fact, I have it in my office. It says, if you don't want to win, you don't have to be here. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. That's, and that's, that's – I, I, Lenny, I've been saying the same thing since Tom left. You know, obviously it sucks, and no one wanted to see that, and he's the greatest player probably in, in the history of sports. But we still have Bill. And so, like, I, I, I have faith that Bill knows what he's doing. And, you know, that's all I can that's all I can hang my hat on. And for 20 years, that's been right. So it's just right. might as well keep it going, you know? Yeah, right. and, and Lenny, like- shipped into football, you know, obviously it stinks that Brady's gone, right? But a lot a lot of people in New England are pretty uh, optimistic and intrigued by Jarrett Stidham. I, I'm, you know, I, I'm excited to see what he can do too. It's it's another quarterback Bill can you know work with, and his his track record recently with Garoppolo, Brissett, you know, all these guys, Matt Castle, you know, a decade ago, he he knows what he's doing. I'm I'm interested to see what he can do with him. Hey, look, I mean, how you know Tom. Tom and you know I I I still love it. He still got it, and I love Tom. And oh, I hope yeah. Tom. I hope Tom wins another Super Bowl. I really I do. Know. But yeah, me I'm too. I'm still a Pats fan. You know, I mean, I mean, Tom. You know, like I mean, I go back. I go back to when it was Schaefer Stadium, man. You know, they built yeah. Schaefer Stadium in a weekend. They they poured <laughs> concrete and put down some metal seats. They had it done in a weekend. It was a dump. And uh, yeah. I got to tell you, I, I, I was, you know, I, you know, great friends with Steve Grogan, you know, Steve Nelson. I mean, these guys, I, I knew those guys before I even knew who Tom Brady was, before I knew there was a Tom Brady. And uh, I got to tell you, I believe, uh, I believe that Bill is, 
he, he's a genius. He really is a genius. And uh, I'd like to see them both keep winning. I really would. Yeah, me too. Me too. So, Lenny, I, I one more qu- one more question, and this will probably uh, a spark up a pretty good story for me. I heard this one from uh, my good friend Pat over here. So, obviously, that year with Spygate, the year you talked to the team, you know, you know the whole story. Eighteen and zero, one giant loss, right? And I yep. heard you had left him a nice little voicemail, Bill Belichick, before he had even got to the locker room. He he had a missed call from you. You want to elaborate a little bit on that one? Uh no, I I forget that one. I really do. You do? I I I well I tell you what, you know, that the follow up to that was he said, We gotta do this again. And I said, Yeah, man, we'll do it when you get to the Super Bowl. Well, we yeah. went to the Super Bowl and he calls me up and he says, Will you uh are you ready? And I go, What? He goes, You gotta talk to the team. I go, Oh man, I forgot. So my good buddy Mike Phillips who, who introduced me to Belichick let's go down so we left the thousand dollar a night hotel resort where we were staying and uh the the team had these incredible rooms you know special beds and everything and bill took them out of that hotel saturday night and had them move into this shithole i know i i mean it's a dump surround surrounded by police cars and there's like we're stepping over crack pipes. It's a the whole place is covered in uh, the stuff they the, the the mob uses just before they murder you. You know that plastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I swear to God. So we're walking through, being escorted in by the police into a team meeting, and he goes, "Well, he goes, you know, we've been through a lot, but we thought it'd be great to have Lenny back." So he goes, "I goes, fellas." I cannot tell you how proud of you I am. 17 in a row. I'm not talking about wins. 17 games, and not one of you has been arrested. (laughs) I go, all right, except you, Randy, because Randy Moss had got grabbed, slapping his girlfriend around that week. And so the whole room is quiet, and Randy Moss looks at me with his face of murder, and then he just breaks out laughing, and then the whole room starts (laughs) laughing. And it was unbelievable. Oh, and, uh, my goodness. So, yeah, so we end the night, and uh, Tom goes, where are you going? I goes, I'm going back to the nice hotel. Enjoy your shit all. So, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, they, they, they unfortunately, as the game, we lost to the Giants. But uh, yeah. in two minutes and 42 seconds left in the game, I went, oh, this is not good. Something, I feel I've got a bad feeling there. Yeah. And you know what? It was just – so I'm one in one in motivational speaking speaking for the Patriots. But yeah. Um, oh, they got to get you back in there. That's all, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, oh, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. No, I had heard, uh, I had heard through the grapevine through a, a friend of a friend that you had, you had left them a pretty nasty voicemail after, uh, after the, uh, after the Super Bowl loss, obviously in jest, but, uh, oh, but yes. oh, yeah. that, 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 oh. that's what I was referring to. Yeah. 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 Oh God! Yeah, you. Oh shit! I forgot all about that. Uh, <laughs> I I can't. I I don't even remember what it was, but I thought it was really funny at the time, and I didn't hear from him. I didn't hear from him for like three months. I said, "You got my message." He goes, "That's what I'm calling about, you son of a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh man! But he is. I got to tell you. Uh, it's always it's always fun when we get. I've done a couple of um, 
I've done a couple of events with Bill where I was like the MC and stuff, you know, and uh, it's it's incredible. It's just incredible, you know. Yeah. He, he, he's he's so brilliant to, uh, uh, that, that, you know, when you're with him, you realize you're in the presence of greatness. I mean, think anyway, well, the only coach with more wins is Shula, right? And I yeah. think Bill, Bill hangs in there for another, I think another four years, he can beat him. Yep. And I pray to God that he does because I can't freaking stand Dan Shula. So I, you know, I met him. I met him. He wasn't that nice of a guy. And his restaurant sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'll tell you what, Lenny, one of the things, thank you so much for coming on. One of the things that, and you've been yeah. talking about all your famous friends and, and all these great stories, but one of the things that I don't know if people appreciate about you enough is how generous you are. I think, you know, you've done so many, you do so many free shows and so many benefits and so many, you know, you just, you go out of your way to do really nice things for people. And honestly, that, you know, that sticks out the most to me. You know, I've met you obviously a handful of times, decent amount of times, and you've always been very nice to me and my family. And, and, you know, and the way you've always treated my uncle has been great, but it just, it's just the way that you go out of your way to do, I mean, for God's sakes, you, you did a friggin' like two free shows at the Knights of Columbus in Canton, for God's sakes, just to, just as a fundraiser <laughs> stuff. And so, well, you, you know, know it's it, it, doing that stuff. It, it really says a lot about you. First of all, thank you for saying that. But secondly, when my mother and father were alive, that's what they're anything good about me comes from my parents. Anything bad comes from the booze and the drugs. But <laughs> my, my, my parents used to really get excited when they'd see me doing stuff for like the hospitals or the kids' hospitals. And they said, yeah. I'm so proud of you. you. raised a lot of money for us people. And, and people don't understand. You know, sometimes uh, there's, a, there's a couple people in town who like to talk uh, smack about me. And it's okay because it's only a couple. And uh, I know them personally, and they're idiots. Because, you know, they say, <laughs> why does Lenny Clark get to sit uh, at, at courtside? Why is he on the ice at the right. game? Or why is he with Bob Kraft? Or why is he with John Henry? I said, well, maybe if you weren't such a dick, you'd be invited too. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's uh, it, it, it's I, I enjoy giving back, and and believe me, it would be a lot easier to just sit down and write a check, because uh, right. you do that, and then you you have your own time. The one thing in life we don't have, we'll never have enough of, is time. And when I do these events, I I, I do them gratis. I don't I don't charge for these. When I do a charity, I do it because it's a charity, and I have to leave the island, I have to take a ferry then either a plane or a boat to, you know, to get off and then get right. a car and drive to wherever I'm going and, and then spend, end up spending the night, you know, cause you can't get back to the Island. You know, I live on an Island. I live where the Kennedys murdered people, but what happened, right. you know, <laughs> it, 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 it's just, uh, I mean, it, I, I enjoy it. I really, I, I really enjoy yeah. when I can help somebody, you know, and uh, thank you. Yeah. Because I, that's, um, that that means more to me than, than than anything. It really does because, you know, you know, people always just say, "Well, don't worry what other people think of you." And I go, "Well, <laughs> you gotta <laughs> right, yeah, right. You know, yeah." You don't want people go, "What a dick!" You know what I mean? I mean, right. Well, and in one way, that would be great. But I mean, <laughs> another way, I, mean, yeah, I just listen, I I like, I enjoy, I enjoy, I enjoy people, and and I love it. 
when people enjoy me, you know, because I mean, I'm, I might, my, my stand up, my humor, my humor is not for everyone, you know, and a lot of times I act stupid just to be accepted. But the thing right. is, I, you know, I mean, you can't please everyone, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm still trying, you know, I'm still out there. I'm still trying. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's, but like you said, that's, that's why, that's why these people enjoy hanging out with you. You know, John Henry's not hanging out with you because you're a famous person. John Henry's hanging out with you because oh. he likes hanging out with you and he thinks you're oh. cool. You know, like that's not, that's that has nothing you know, to do with you know, it. You know, I hang around, I have, I have five billionaires with a B, not millionaires, billionaires with a B on, on what we used to refer to as speed dial. Right. <laughs> and and I, hang around, I hang around with these billionaires and it's like I'm their pet. And I don't give right. a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I John Henry, you're funny. Are you busy? Go, John, you're a billionaire. I'll never be busy for you. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you call, I'm there. You know, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I, you know, I've, I've been really blessed. I've had, I've had a, a great run. You know, I mean, the comedy, I mean, everybody who knows me, you know, I've done it for 42 years. I'm not really. I don't consider myself funnier than anybody, but I'm out of my mind. I'm like certifiably <laughs> crazy, and I've managed to make a good living out of being insane. And, and, yeah. and that's how it is, you know? So, I mean, it's tougher now with this political correct foolishness. You know, I mean, you can't say anything without someone being offended. The other day, this woman goes, yeah. I'm offended, lady. I'm offended that you're offended. So, what are you going to Oh man, that's uh, true though. Well, fellas, uh, hey, listen, it was nice being on your podcast, and thank you for taking the time. Uh, and my best to your families. Yes, thank you, thank Lenny. You, you same, too. Same to you. And if you ever want to come back on, Lenny, you just reach out. You got my phone number now, yeah. so text me yeah, anytime. I mean, now, now, I now, you now get, Pat's on speed you get, dial. Now Pat's you get Bill Belichick's right, phone yeah. number, but I mean, really, now you have my phone number. You know. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Okay, Pat. You guys are the best. Take care. All right. Take care, Lenny. Thank you. Take care.